long-haired weirdos, short-haired weirdos, vandals, hooligans. The government hug the government love. The government hug the government love. The government Welcome to the Politics Guys, a place for bipartisan, rational, and civil debate on American politics and policy. I'm Trey Orndorff, a political scientist at Oklahoma Christian University. And I am joined again by Ohio area attorney Jay Carson for this midweek show. Jay, welcome hey, Trey, to the midweek. Going? Not bad. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. Well, you know, we had kind of teased in the weekend show that it's the it's the right wing takeover, but we assured everybody that, you know, Mike is okay. He and Ken will be here in just a few days to bring you the left-wing take <laughs> and all of their uh, fun things. I don't know what they're going to be doing for their bonus show, so that'll be a surprise for all of us, myself included. Uh, but I can tell you what we're going to be uh, uh, doing today. So, uh, Jay, you and I, we, 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 we had a lot of fun, but we went long <laughs> on the well, weekend we just, show. Yeah, we, we, I mean, I, I think you and I have, have really, I think, differing views on immigration. And, and I, with no offense, I think your, your views are, are different from than, than a whole lot of folks. Oh, are. yeah. Yeah. Fair. So I, that's, that's, why, fair. that's why I thought it was, it was probably worth exploring them. So. Yeah, yeah, that is absolutely fair. And I think it makes kind of a, it was a good foil to kind of really think about those immigration and, and topics because that was the big item. But it wasn't like that was the only thing that was happening last week. So there were two things that we wanted to get to, one a little bit more timely, uh, one that kind of a, a broader item that, that I think is, is really kind of useful. Uh, the first, of course, uh, 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 Jay, was that on Thursday of last week, Peter Navarro, a former White House advisor to Donald, President Donald Trump, as trade advisor specifically, was sentenced to four months in prison for contempt of Congress. He had defied a subpoena uh, from the House investigating the January 6th U.S. Capitol attacks. And this now marks the second former uh, Trump insider to be convicted and sentenced for contempt of Congress. Bannon, of course, as a reminder, was the first back in 2022. Now, for context, last year, Navarro was found guilty on two contempts of, of that Congress charge. The defense for Navarro was that Trump told him to buy the committee's February 9 subpoena and assert executive privilege. The problem was he couldn't produce any evidence that Trump had actually made that claim, and Trump would never then come out and even assert that he had made the claim which made the underlying question of whether executive privilege applied mute. And this is a, a moot. And this is something that uh, Ken and I actually uh, covered, right? It was one of those ones where, you know, uh, you know Trump has, you know, would never, again, there was just no evidence. And so uh, when discussing the sentencing, prosecution had asked for six months. Uh, Navarro and his lawyers argued that he, quote, had an honest belief that executive privilege had been invoked, end quote. Although, again, uh, you know, that, that, that was not something they were able to demonstrate. Uh, so, Jay, what's your, what was your takeaway on this? Um, you know, look, uh, uh, fair enough. I think there's no question he, he did. It wasn't contempt of Congress. Um, whether Congress, whether this should have been prosecuted in the first place, I think is a, a different question. Um, and I think the question that will be coming forward will be if uh, if we prosecute contempt of Congress uh, for one party, do we prosecute it for the other? Um, and my sense is is that no, we will not. Um, uh, and by that, I mean, would the, would the Biden Justice Department uh, prosecute Hunter Biden for, for contempt of Congress? Um, the answer is, of course, they won't, um, which leads to the, the troubling problem of this is a crime that is enforced solely based on the politics of the day. Um, 
So I think that's that's the 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 issue. And uh, um, some point, I think it may come to a head that maybe someone challenges that that this is tends to be more of like almost a, a bill of attainder, uh, right? Uh, than it is a um, uh, actual actual crime. So, but that's but no one's made that that type of argument yet, and then I think that remains to be be seen. But so, why do you think? Just you know, again, we want to spend a lot of time here, but. I mean, it seems likely that probably Navarro and Trump did have a conversation. Why doesn't Trump just come out? I mean, it seems likely that he could have easily said, yeah, I did this, um, and then forced the court to have de- dealt with the underlying question. And instead, he just takes a really quiet step back. Um, uh, I, I don't it, know. It, I mean, I think it, I think maybe he is being sort of a weasel, but... Um... So you, you really, you really my, just think it's kind of the you know just Trump being scummy effectively. Yeah, um, I mean that's fair. But, but my but the broader point is I'm I'm sort of like well so what because I I don't I don't know that that defense um, would have carried the day in any event. No, um, I mean again we we weren't I, sure you know, so right sort of sort of you had a, a sort of a hypothetical defense that wasn't a good defense in the first place and and Trump wouldn't back you up on it. Um, but I guess the thing that I wonder, and this is something we're going to talk about in the bonus show as we think about kind of the the current and post-Trump Republican Party, a lot of Trump defenders have found themselves in difficult positions, to say the least. Yeah. And, uh, and, and when that has happened, they have, and I don't think anybody on any side disagrees with this, right? They have found themselves alone. <laughs> and I think I think yeah. Navarro is just the most recent of this. Does, does does that potentially affect them? I mean, again, I get you right. Like we don't know if that particular defense would have worked, but but does that leave you in a position where you have to to question? Okay, even if I agree with Trump, do I do I really want to work with him if I'm not sure where he's going to stand, even with? His people, right? I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's definitely a recruitment problem. Yeah, um, I mean, again, I mean, and this yeah. seems obvious for me because I've been yelling about it forever in a day. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, but but it doesn't really often seem to. Have, I mean, you would think it would be. I don't know. So, what do you think about that, Jay? I guess I guess I am continually a little surprised, but I, I try to be careful about this because I recognize that I came out early and often against Trump. I, I, but I feel surprised at this point. I look at things like this and I go, okay, whatever else you think about it, why, why does anybody want, like, why would you want to be his lawyer at this juncture? Why would you want I, to I do it? Sometimes I think this is more, this is much more a psychological question than is a political question. But it is a political um, question too, because I mean, you're tying, when you make these decisions, when you're a politico, I mean, and you and I know this, I mean, I, I help students do this. I've done it myself. Your early way to move forward is to be strategic about with whom you work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and what I, when I say, um, psychological question, I think that there may be, um, a type of person, um, that unfortunately is drawn to, uh, the type of person that Trump is, right? Okay. I I think, I think you can, there's a sense of, um, listen, I'm, um, you know, he wouldn't do it to me, right? He's cheated on all five of it. Oh, you actually, I was, I wasn't trying to make a joke. I really wasn't, but I was kind of doing the old cheater argument. <laughs> Although I guess that too would apply to Trump, but I, I honestly wasn't thinking of it that way. I just meant the kind of the 
oh well he won't cheat on me uh, a stereotype right no I, I think i think that's i think there is some of that to some extent i think there is this sort of um there are folks who also might say, well, look, I'll, you know, I'll get in and I'll get famous and make my money and get out. Um, there might be some of that. Um, you know, I, I, again, but I, I do think it's almost more the former that it's sort of, um, you know, it's sort of, it's sort of like the easiest, the easiest people to con are people who think they're in on the con. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it's, that's fair. The easiest marks is is to to make them think, hey, they're they're in on it, um, and and I think that's that's just kind of the mindset that that maybe some of these people uh, who you might end up with, uh, and, and yeah, so you're, I think that's 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 a big issue for the second Trump presidency that has me concerned is that you know during the first Trump presidency you could say, well, there's a Bill Barr and there's a, a John Bolton and. Um, uh, you know, there, there are, you know, I know that made you feel better, right? I mean, that was one of your, in the room, right? yeah. um, and, and I don't think that's going to be the case this time. I'm sorry to interrupt, but that ends the ad supported preview of our midweek supporters show. So if you want to hear the rest of that show, I'm going to need to have you head to patreon.com slash politics guys and check out our levels of support. But wait, I got some really good news on that front. So maybe you've been listening to these shows for a while and just thinking, I'm not sure. Do I want to take that plunge? Well, this is going to be the last few days of our January half price membership special. That's right. You can lock in for the entire year of 2024. That's right. The year of the presidential election, the year that we're going to have some of the biggest decisions happening in American politics and policy. You can lock in the politics guys for half price. So that means for $2.50, $2.50, that's nothing. You can get locked in for the rest of 2024, but it runs out soon. This deal ends at the end of January. So if you want to do that, I need you to head to patreon.com slash politics guys and check out our different levels of support. Now, don't forget as well, if you don't want to do it via Patreon, you can always head to politicsguys.com slash support to see all of those. Or you can head down to the show notes right now to have access to that. But you can get access to this episode with me and Jay for half price and half price for the rest of the year by heading to patreon.com slash politics guys. Now, as always, if you're not in a financial position to get the show, please reach out at mail at politicsguys.com and we can get you set up there. Also, don't forget all of these things are in the show notes. Now, as well, if you just like to reach out to us, talk to us about the show, maybe you want to complain to me and Jay about something. I don't know. It could all be kind of kind of fun stuff. All you have to do is send your email to mailapoliticsguys.com, or you can also always find us on Facebook or X, and the links for all of that are in the show notes. So I just want to finish out this by saying thank you, as always, to the executive producers of the Politics Guys. And those executive producers are Bruce Johnson. Wilma Marino, Andra Masker, Daniel Toe, Ryan Beasley, and Don Oglesby. We'll see you again in one of our full episodes this weekend. Thank you so much.